Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, 8.55 on the AM dial, 9.30 every Sunday morning. How are you this morning, uh, Camper, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And we should mention at the top of the show, this is International Women's Week, and there's a few uh, uh, meetings and uh, rallies coming up where we'll get out, give out, get Annie to give us a little report later. So she's not here just for a good looks, Annie. Um, and also, we have, we've dusted off one of our old old mates. God love him. The old, the old mate, we can't call him, he's got a new name now, which is? Wayne. Wayne. So, we to pinch, Wayne. We pinch Wayne back from so the garden show. He's gone from Warren to Wayne, we can say that, so you know where he is. But anyway, good good to see you, Wayne. And uh, how are you enjoying the retired life, mate? <coughs> It's a little bit difficult. <laughs> <laughs> now, just remember this. The lovely June often listens to the Concrete Gang, so be very careful here. <laughs> I am restrained. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, it's uh, a lot of the members we talk to all of a sudden, they never used to see their wives and now they, they reckon they see too much of them, but that's another story. But anyway, there's got, there's got to be an upside to it, mate. You've got the tomatoes growing a treat and... Uh, Painting the house and, uh, geez, you, you, you've been up and about, mate. Today the concrete gang, tomorrow the garden show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we've had some complaints. We started talking about your tomatoes and the, and the, and the garden shows, you know, rang and complained. I said, you know, turn it up, will you? Yeah, stick to your own field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you, what you're good at. We don't even know what that is yet, but anyway. Oh, and made pasta sauce, so I'm going to do a cooking show as well. Cooking show as well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we'll be the judge of that, but anyway. <laughs> Well, it's good to see you going well. At least you've made your retirement and you're enjoying it. And uh, I suppose a bit of travel will come up yet, I suppose, when, when you can. 
Well, maybe we should go around Australia a little bit. We've been overseas, and yeah, there's yeah. a few places in Australia to see, and uh, I think there's a, probably a bit of money could be uh, the money shared here. around yeah. because there's still people in uh, a bit of difficulty after last year. Yeah, good. That's fair enough, Wayne. And uh, yeah, we're all going to sort of have our holidays locally and uh, spend the money in Australia because uh, keep it here, but uh, keep it Victoria, I say. Everyone yeah, was against well, us at one stage, so we've got to keep it. That's Victoria. What, that's what I like. keep it in Victoria. Which, anyway, look, we better start on a bit of uh, job news and a uh, bit of the stuff that's going on in the traps. Probably, um, what could we start off with? What about Ballarat Trades All, uh, Campa? You've come up with not a bad one there. They're running a raffle for the... Well, obviously, Ballarat was where the Rika flag was first flown. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's Rika Stockade. It's historic. And the trades hall up there in Ballarat, you know, if you ever worked in a region, it's pretty hard going. So you need your local trades hall. It's good to be involved. And, you know, they do a raffle. Labor Day is their big day, so they have a dinner. And they do a raffle to raise a bit of money for the trades hall and all that. Well, we, we threw in a big drill and a few other things. And all the other unions threw in bottles of wine and nice, nice big raffle prizes. The AWU donated two packs of cards. <laughs> so, you know. Two packs of cards. Fair you, thinking. You mean playing cards or? <laughs> two packs of playing cards. So you wish they'd shuffle off or something? And I heard the word on the street is they're the black and gold ones you get at IGA. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they're doing it a bit rough, you know what I mean? The old AWU, yeah, well, there'd be no shock horror there, would, would there? Would you even bother? Two packs of cards. No, no. You'd be more embarrassed about giving it. But exactly. I'm not no source on this. It's two packs of cards. No source. No source. Oh, Jesus, that's even worse. They're doing it tough. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, it's not a bad start. But Sheep um, aren't getting shorn. <laughs> they're doing it hard. Yeah. And I, I suppose we'd have to. Well, unfortunately, we've got to touch on it again with, with the Liberal Party. I mean, uh, they're just about um, destroying themselves with what's going on with the women in the in the in the um, government house or Mate. not government house up at uh, Canberra. Well, it's actually. You know, and power to these women that have come forward and power to, you know, women out there in general coming forward and calling this out for what it is. But it's actually an embarrassment and a disgrace the way our country is dealing with this stuff at the moment. You know, the way, you know, they're playing politics with it instead of addressing the issues. They went into damage control. Mm. And as a consequence, they've been more concerned about protecting the uh, Prime Minister and the his likely successor... And the consequence of that is that they have absolutely destroyed their credibility with yeah. women across Australia. In an international women's week... It's a disgrace. To, to, yeah. to, to just basically go stuff you is unbelievable. And I would have thought they would have uh, got on the front foot and go, OK, there's a problem, there's a series of problems, we're going to address this, we're going to be seen to do something. All they've done is hunkered down and tried to pretend it wasn't a problem. So not only is it disrespectful, it's also dumb. It is. Politically it, dumb. I just feel sorry for their family, you know. The, there's a lady, uh, you know, the young girl committed suicide. or She, you know, happened at, when she was 16 and, you know, and she later committed suicide. You know, the pressure she felt and her family felt all these years, you know. And, you know, the... You know, they put their head in the sand and, you know, not want an inquiry into it. It's a bit of a disgrace. And even the way the minister with uh, Brid uh, Bridget Higgins has handled it and what some of her outlandish comments, you know, that's, that's ridiculous. Well, the contrast between Morrison and the Australian of the Year, 
mm. was just unbelievable. He was there congratulating her and telling her what a great person she was and how she'd raised an issue and she'd done all this wonderful thing for women. And then he goes direct opposite to that and then, uh, I've forgotten her name, but uh, Tame, mm. the Australian of the Year, was at the press club in Canberra this week. She got a standing ovation from a whole lot of cynical bloody journos because she got up there and she just laid it straight on the line. She's a good speaker too if you... Absolutely slaughtered him. Well, uh, there we are. So, um, yes, yes, it's not going too well from up there, is it? You know? No. It's and getting worse every all, day. All power to the sisters in yep. not only this week, but in the campaign that's got to continue and... Well, some of the sisters let the side down up there. Yeah, not sticking together in Canberra, I know that. Some of them. Less than pleased. Well, unfortunately, as we know in most aspects of life... Not everyone's in the club. <laughs> That's exactly. Well said, Wayne. Um, all right, so... I, uh, might, I might go back to being worried. Yeah, I think worried because he's confusing <laughs> all of us. You know we're very easy to confuse here on a concrete gang, but that is confusing. But, uh, right, I'm worried. Right, you're back to Warren, are you? Right, yeah. all right. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Pro Bill. Jeez, I'll tell you, talk about, pulling, talk about cards. They pulled the wrong card trying to uh, side up with the Chinese, didn't they? So... Pro Bill was a must own cut. Must have got a pack of cards from the AWU. Yeah. You don't forget, I do the funny stuff, Warren, not you, right? Yeah, He's here for comic relief, not you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, so Pro Bill, uh, as we know, are owned by South Africa, and they were trying to, to, to do a deal with the Chinese to uh, sell a certain amount of the company, and that all turned to tears because the government stopped that, and it's uh, footsteps. And meanwhile, Pro Bill's been burning. They haven't been getting any work. They haven't been... Um, they're going backwards. They've had to sack a lot of people because I don't. I suppose the people don't want to deal with someone that they don't know is going to own them in the end, don't they? I mean, and with the Chinese thing going on, it's probably uh, not soon to be you know doing the right thing with some of those developers and all that sort of stuff. So it's uh, it's not a good place to be a pro build. I don't think there's there's some of the big chiefs there and they're only on part time. I think the main man's been gone. I think he's gone. What was his name? The bloke running the show there. Uh, yeah, yeah, Simon Gray, yeah, Simon Gray. I think he's gone. So there's there's a lot going on down there, but not a lot of work. So you know, stay tuned. I think. But, uh, I don't think Simon would be too pleased because he was, I understood, going to retire. And uh, oh, what a yeah. better time to retire than when uh, basically the company's for sale and you get some knock-on benefit. Yeah, well, I know about not too much knock-on benefit. No knock-on benefit for Simon, so... No, no. No knock-on benefit. I don't think he'll be voting for our friend the Treasurer. Ooh. Well, I don't think he's going dusty, is he? No, I don't think so. Not short of a quid? No, No. I don't think so. Well, they're on pretty big money, aren't they? Yeah, I've got enough to choke a donkey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A herd of donkeys. Yeah, some donkeys, yeah. Mm. All right, uh, so that's Pro Board. What about, uh, we've done the Liberal Party, uh, Ballarat's, tra- what about Letcon Precast? Oh, old Letcon down at uh, Dandenong. Um, we've had a couple of officials go down there, our two officials um, look after the precast and doing a sterling job going down there. They've had a lot of OH&S issues and the three brothers that own Letcon attacked them and tried, verbally abused them and tried to manhandle them and physically attack them to get out of their yard. And the boys stood fat. And as a result, the OHS is in the process of getting fixed, I believe. So 
good win there for the boys. But that's what it that's what it shows, you know. When you are doing your job and they got nothing, that's what they re- result to. You know what I mean? So well, there's a bit of that going on. A bit of the, the heavy-handed stuff coming from the bosses, isn't there? Well, so. there was another one as well this week. I just got messaged. Another one. Yeah. So. The Feta, the young Greek, he he had uh, CPP, John Hollands, RIA, Jeff Farr, verbally abused, physically pushed, tried to punch the whole bit this week. And there's a lovely little video I just saw of it. So it is, you know, that's what they've got. You know, when they've got nothing and you're bringing up serious issues and they know they're in the wrong, you know, they talk about the union not doing the right thing. This is what they do. You know, they get in your way, they try and manhandle you and they try and stop you from doing your job to the best of your ability. So power to all those officials involved in both of those incidents. Exactly. And I imagine what would happen if we rose our hands. Oh, yeah. We, please. Front page of the Herald Sun. Yeah, but with the letter belt, belt us around, that's, that's okay. But uh, you hear, anyway. You know, they'd be coming out saying the rule of law, they need to hold to the rule of law. We all yeah. see what the rule of law's been doing in Canberra, don't we? Yeah. All right, well, listen, uh, we better cut to a track, and uh, we've got the ex-musical director here, but I'll cut across to the new musical director. The better, what, what the younger, it, the newer. Well, the jury's still out. Don't wrap yourself up too much, Camper. Oh, someone's got to. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, good luck with that. And uh, what do you got for us, mate? Uh, for the women, a sister's doing it for themselves.
there it is, one for the sisterhood, for the uh, for the um, women. International uh, Women's Day. Right. So thanks, and mate. I'm struggling today. International Women's Week. And just on that, we've got the, the lovely Annie here who does the tinkering on the dials here for us every week on the Concrete Gang and puts up with all our bad language. and Oh, that terrible language. Shocking thing we go on about. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And Annie, would you like to fill us in what's actually going on for International Women's Week? Uh, well, there's a lot of things going on, but uh, the uh, Trades Hall here in Victoria have put out a, an alert from the um, women's uh, uh, group that they've got there. They do, there's a whole, in fact, it's one of the uh, only ones in Australia, which is uh, a whole section dealing with women's issues at the Trades Hall. They've got a, um, they're inviting people down there at 12pm on Monday. Uh, this precedes... Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Tomorrow, precedes yep. the uh, big march, which happens annually, starting at uh, Parliament Steps at 2pm. It starts at, uh, I got it written down as 12 o'clock Monday. Um, yeah, that's the stuff at Trades Hall. Yeah. But the big rally's at I mean, two. Yeah. Camp bar. Camp bar. Just pull out, mate. Or, go on. I just, yeah. Sorry. yeah. No, no, go on. I mean, Trades Hall, because obviously Lisa deals with our staff. I think the women are meeting at Trades Hall at 12 o'clock and then they'll be going oh. down there. That's my understanding. As Trades Hall this week have had the ro- women's rights at work festival this week and they also had during the week um a film they have a film night with all the women come in and it's a good night and they played the women of steel it's a movie the premier movie and it's about the women at, took on bhb in the west and apparently it's a great movie and if you haven't seen it get out there and watch it it's, so yeah you were a long haul that uh, it's a fascinating film because uh uh it shows women being incredibly brave because what they did was uh which is no news, but uh, it goes against the stereotype. Uh, a set of them decided there was a long campaign. It took years, but uh, a set of them actually dressed up as uh, in uh, workers' clothes and uh, infiltrated the uh, site and uh, worked during the night. You know, the whole idea was that uh, they couldn't even go on to the, the site. So it was a, a big push. Uh, and it takes bravery to do stuff like this. And, uh, yeah, women are doing it for themselves. And we, going back to what you were talking about earlier, one of the things I think that people should be realising is that uh, Christian Porter is actually the Attorney General. Now, he is the highest legal officer in the land. Now, uh, if they decide to have a person like that who's under suspicion for pretty nefarious activity... Uh, then perhaps it would be wise if he actually returned to the back bench and they replaced him with someone who is less soiled in the eyes of the world. Less soiled is a lovely way. And with his mate Dyson, Dyson... Hayden Dyson. Hayden, I keep thinking Heppel, I shouldn't say that, Jesus. Dyson, Hayden, yeah. We haven't heard much about him, have we? No, no. gone a bit quiet there. <clears throat> Old Dirty Dyson. All right, that's that's good. Then Annie, thanks very much for that report, and um, it's, we heard it all here. And and Mrs. Campo, thank you for helping out there, <laughs> Mrs. Campo. And uh, anyway, so we'll go- what have we got now? We've got uh, oh Richie. Yeah, you want to give her a, do you know much about what that Richie's uh, finds in Tassie, uh, Young Warren? Well, <clears throat> there is a long history now of our good friends from the ABCC pursuing. Tasmania and the union in Tasmania. Where well, there's not in, much work. Where there ain't much work and it's a small place so I guess they don't get lost and they just 
follow the officials down there around on a permanent basis and anyone who swears or walks on to a job, even for a short time, swears. Uh, uh, then there's a prosecution. And, of course, they're using prior convictions to justify the follow-up prosecution and then another conviction justifies another prosecution and so on. So they've really gone out of their way to pursue the union's officials down there. And what we've got to now is a situation where Richie has been uh, personally fined and... uh, of course. It means, under the, it means he has to pay his own fines out of his pay, he has own to pay. pocket. Well, there's two personal fines, one that the union can pay unless the court says, no, you've got to personally pay it. And in this case, the most recent case, uh, Richie has been told he must personally pay the fine. How much? And uh, to be honest, I'm not I, too I sure. Think 25, gee. 20. It's... I thought it was a little bit less than yeah, that. I thought but it was it's around, 20, but anyway, I thought whatever. it was around 20. But yeah, yeah. the point is, that's a very high fine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, given that most of the con- the so-called priors uh, swear or bad language and just simply walking on to the job uh, means that every swear word's worth uh, probably a thousand bucks. Well, I mean, That's extraordinary. Let's get back to the ABCC. We've been bringing up all the time about what, what what their role is in the industry. All all they talk about is is the flags on the cranes, hmm. stickers on helmets, blokes using union logos on their uh, clothes, and swearing. Hmm. And that's what you get for your five hundred million a year. Oh, I mean, surely, surely, there's going to be more important things in life than that. Well, they should be investigating the sham contracting. We've seen it through the 100%. industry. The Tylers, we've had issues this week actually with Wetspot and we'll be nominating him, um, payment of compliance, non-payment of wages, blokes not getting paid for weeks at a time. Developers. Yeah, it's a joke. Bulldozing, you know, uh, heritage-listed pubs and not mm-hmm. paying fines, all that sort of stuff. Phoenix it's amazing. Companies. But... Our good friends, the ABCC, are there for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to destroy the union. To, we understand to, that. To stop the union being effective in the industry, and that means you harass us on every possible piss-handle thing, and hopefully they expect to basically demilitarise the union. All right. Now, we need to do the scallywags, and as usual, we have trouble warming up Warren, but uh, nothing's changed there. Yep. Scallywags, who we got, boys? We've got one, uh, Kevin Costa, Monas Freeway. He was setting up a pump at 3 o'clock in the morning with no barriers, no nothing. Who for? Uh, he's from CPB. Yep. Um, Monash Freeway, setting up a pump in the middle of the Monash Freeway. He also left a, a worker in charge, a labourer in charge of high-risk work of free blokes while he went and had a bit of a nap. And apparently he got done for telling a few porky pies to work safe. They had to come out there at 3 o'clock in the morning. He's notorious for telling porky pies, apparently, and he's a big listener to the show, so shout out to Kevin. <laughs> but as long as he didn't swear. He didn't swear. Okay. Uh, who else we got? You got any got warrant you want to chuck in? Well, I would have thought that the uh, Morrison government uh, has failed in every workplace responsibility they have, so I'm nominating the whole government. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, who else we got? Well, we got the AWU for the deck of cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not bad, yeah. That, that's a good one. And we've also got Letcon, obviously, with the boys in the precast yard. Yeah. Um, John Hollands for 
RIA for the issues we spoke about. We also got Wet Spot. We were talking about them. He was he's obviously not paying any ink and sham contracting and all that. And from the official, um, he also should be nominated because he wears boat shoes. Well, so, who, who we got? Because we're running out of time. Oh, we'd have to because it's International Women's Week. We'd have to give it to the Morris Morrison government. What right. do you think? We all. No. Anna, are you happy with that? Yep. yep. Right, eh? There's Scully Wags of the week. And Suki Lala. Suki Lala. Who we got? That's my job to say Suki Lala, mate. All right. I was just helping you along. Thanks, mate. Little help I can get. Right, eh? So, uh, Suki Lala. Who we got, boys? Well. I'd say, obviously, you look at the way the Liberal... I'd give them the Daily Double. They've been sucking amongst themselves and trying to hide and all that sort of stuff, but... I'd give it to Probuild. Probuild? All right. Okay, let's give hey. it to Pro- Well, if they haven't they sucked, did, they will. They didn't get their Chinese money and they're all having a suck about it. Well, they all bought rickshaws. What are they going to do with them? <laughs> <laughs> they got rickshaws instead of uh, limousines and cars. Yeah, they won't, they'll be sucking after this anyway, that's for <laughs> well, sure. That's right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's great to have you back, Warren. We're glad we're glad you're enjoying um, uh, glad you're enjoying the um, retirement. Retirement, and uh, we look forward to getting you coming and do some of those recordings you've been promising us for six months. Your podcast, and when you, I reckon another twelve months when you finally get your recorder going, you'll you'll be coming in. But uh, we look forward to that. So uh, we'll go out the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare, dare to, to win. win. If you don't fight. You, you lose. lose. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. And what are we going out with, uh, well, Campo? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Was it? What was it? No. No. Wrong song. What was the song? Here's Yesterday's the Hero. Yesterday's Hero. Sorry. <laughs> when I walk down the streets, see the people who stop and
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.